0: is episode 678 of the pixelated sausage podcast for monday september 9th 2019 i am your host marcus day <laughs> oh, i forget my name right there my name is mark kushnez see i'm still confused the goddamn marcus nears thing um, everything's ruined i don't know what my name is anymore is it actually marcus nears has it been that the whole time no it's marcus ness m-a-r-c stop new name A.K.A. last name, K-U-S-N-I-E-R-Z, Kuznez. Actually, Kuznez, Kuznez, that's how you pronounce it, but Kuznez is fine. It's easier for people. Even Kuznez is like, what? What'd you just say? But I don't really have much to talk about brand new. I did mess around with Gears of War 5. I just played through the tutorial, which I'm hoping isn't mandatory because it was kind of long and boring and I wasn't a fan of it. And you don't learn all that much, like most of the mechanics are... The same shit that's been in every Gears game. Uh, And you can pause and go to the main menu, so that, but uh, the one thing that stood out is, holy shit, that game looks incredible. BC Retin is online. Okay, I have notifications turned off on Xbox One, but I guess not on the Xbox 360. Get these notifications out of my face. I don't like them. Why, you should never be turned on good pair offline i don't want people knowing anything about me leave me alone but i played a little bit of gears and holy shit that game is fucking gorgeous videos don't do it just i i'm of course playing on xbox one x so that may help but it looks so crisp and clean and just it looks really good uh i'll I'll see what i think of it when i play it because i'm I'm not the biggest fan of gears i like the first two and then i just kind of lost interest but played a little bit of that and some other game, but uh, I, I shouldn't talk about that one yet because I, I played so little of it. And then I have a few that I can't talk about yet. But because it is 9-9-2019, uh, 20 years after the launch of the Sega Dreamcast, uh, I, I figured, why not, especially since Attack the Backlog, the games I've been playing for it have been making me miserable, why not think about something a bit more positive positive? and think about the Dreamcast and remember it and the games for the system that I love and talk about all those so I'm going to be playing Crazy Taxi which is one of the games I love and that's kind of a big thing of the Dreamcast it had a lot of arcade games that were like, oh holy shit, I can play this at home and it's it's just like the arcade version it's not some really shitty version it's like, no, this is just like the arcade version which is... You know, cool. I'm not good at crazy taxi. I've never been good at it. I've always enjoyed playing it, but like once I get to the area with the the, I, I think in the arcade release it was an actual KFC, but in the home release it's just like okay, it's just some random chicken joint. Um, once I get to that area, I kind of just screw up. And this fucking this menu music, I don't know if this is in the Dreamcast version because I'm playing the Xbox 360 version on my Xbox One because it's backward compatible. It's making me think of that song "We're Young" by Fun. You know the one I'm talking about? The one that has, that's featuring Janelle Monet. Give me a second. Uh, I need to get my story straight. My arms. It's not my arms. It's not my arms are in the, the backseat. My friends are in the bathroom, I think. <laughs> it's close enough. Oh, whatever. I'm going to just start playing this stupid ass game and talk about the Dreamcast for a little bit. So I didn't, and for Crazy Taxi, I'm all about Axel. I didn't get a Dreamcast. At launch, I, I didn't get one for a while after its release because when it originally came out, I couldn't afford to get one. And then by the time I could, whether it was whatever a holiday or something or the other or a birthday, the writing was already on the ones Like, oh, this is not like the PS2 is gonna destroy it, and so I'm just not gonna bother because what, how, how, what are the legs on it really? So. I ended up getting a PS2, again, not at launch. Uh, I don't remember when I got a PS2, but I got a Dreamcast much later in life. How much later? I'm not sure, because I I got one definitely 10 plus years ago, but in between 99 and 2009, I don't really know when exactly I got one. But I did eventually get one, and it was still super cheap when I got it. Um, and I got like a, I got a complete box copy that looks brand new. I got, what else? Uh, I got an extra controller in the box as well, which is cool. But you know, I got some VMUs, and I got my Dreamcast games. And I, I have more Dreamcast games than I thought I did when I was looking at my collection. And there are games, there are games in my collection I did not know I have. I have like before I get to what I have. So the game... z uh, that I love most for the Dreamcast, the games that I... Fried Chicken Jack, that's what it's called. Uh, so it definitely had to be a KFC in the arcade, but um, you know, fucking this pole does not want to break. Um, the games that I most think of when I think of the Dreamcast... Or, for the one that I love most is Power Stone. It's my favorite 3D... It's my favorite 3D Arcade Fighter. I I had to pause there because I love, love, love Virtual Fighter so much. Virtual Fighter is probably my favorite serious fighting game. If that's a differentiation type of thing you want to put out there, Uh, you know. Don't, don't, I I break thank god i made it for this dude don't kick my fucking taxi a piece of crap but i adore the power stone system uh, the power stone games i only have the first one which is really disappointing because i'm pretty sure the the second one is super expensive now and what's frustrating about the second one is that i bought it one time at a small ish chain around here i think um, it's not Game Crazy because Game Crazy was the one that was attributed to um, Hollywood video, I think. And this is its own thing. But when I bought it after I left and wasn't yet home, but close to home, I noticed that inside was a it was a uh, a CDR, a burned copy of the game. And I was like, what the shit is this? And I remember that my dad drove me there at that time. Um he asked me, Well do you want to go back and return? I'm like, you're fucking goddamn right I wanna return this shit. Are you out of your mind? I'm not gonna let them get away with it. So I've never had a copy of Power Stone 2 because of that, which is really sad and kind of uh heartbreaking. I'm not gonna play an arcade version again. I'm just gonna work for ten minutes. I think that's a better better thing to do. Um but I adore the Power Stone series because they're just so much fun to play. I would, a million times, of times a million times a million, rather play Power Stone than Smash Brothers. I think it's a much better arcadey party fighting game. All all the items and everything. And I I remember playing the shit out of Power Stone at my local Blockbuster because they had a kiosk. You know, I don't. I don't know how long they had the kiosk, and I don't know if every blockbuster had a kiosk. But my local one had a kiosk for a while, where they'd put, you know, the newer systems in with some games, and I would just go in there and I'd play for a while, and it was fantastic. It just said, it's such a fun series, and it's a real crying shame that that series, for whatever reason, has never seen any kind of re-release other than I, they came to fucking the PSP I'm pretty sure and that's it no not even like Vita like they never came to consoles they would have made it such a perfect collection for um, you know Xbox Live Arcade PSN back in the day but like I still think they hold up so well and if I had a way to play my Dreamcast on uh, an HGTV right now I, I look there's like this pound HDMI thing which I'm gonna pick up hopefully it's like 30 bucks and I looked at some captures with it it doesn't look terrible so I, I think I'm gonna do that because I, I found out that I have I'm just. this is just like the tangent episode but I found out that I, I was like I'm gonna have to pick up a copy of Resident Evil 3 because I don't own a copy and then I found out no I own a copy of Resident Evil 2 and 3 and Code Veronica for Dreamcast. I don't know when I got any of those, but I have all of them, so I can play at least three on there, because I have Veronica on Xbox Live Arcade, which, of course, means I have it on Xbox One. Yeah, backward compatibility. Gotta love that backward compatibility. But I, I... I just wish the Power Stone series would make its way to current consoles or something just anything because it's just it's far too good of a series to just be dormant and unplayed by so many it's just you know it's a bit heartbreaking to say the least Uh, but then i also like i i didn't really care about sonic adventure i've never been a huge sonic fan anyway but i think for me the the seer like the series, if you want to call it a series, that stands out to me as like the most iconic uh, franchises is, is, is of the, the Dreamcast era. And in part maybe because there's at least one of them still going on right now. It's the sports games. I love the sports games. I, I, like, I think the EA sports games were still okay at that time kind of like I, Madden was fine like, I remember Madden for PS2 the first one being like oh this is impressive but there was always something about the, the 2K series that just looked more realistic and it just felt real it felt authentic you look at the, the like Madden versus NFL 2K and it's like yeah Madden looks nice and probably technically it's better, like, higher polygon counts or whatever, and just, like, has smoother characters and all that kind of crap, but it just looked fake, and I, like, I love those games, I remember going to my friend's birthday party, Ken, uh, he had a Dreamcast, and me and him just stayed up when everyone else ended up going to sleep, creating characters in NBA 2K, and just playing a shitload of it, it was a super fun time, that was also a crazy birthday, because it was we were picking on one of like there were there was one or two of the kids from the grade below us and we were kind of teasing one of them and he got he got really annoyed with us and he ended up pulling out a razor blade from I don't know where and started chasing us all and i remember that me And my one friend Justin and maybe one other person, we were in the bathroom. We locked ourselves in the bathroom for a while. He's got a razor blade. What the hell are we gonna do with that? Um, That was fun. (laughs) But like the the sports games are just so iconic to me of the Dreamcast era, and like I'm saddened that Madden took the license and killed the NFL series because I always thought it was ever since NFL 2K existed I was like this is so much better than the Madden football games and I still am a little butthurt about that like I I wish because they like I guess they got the license because it was the only one in town or either EA just decided to stop Um, the MLB 2K series was fine but I love the last few PS2 era EA baseball games the MVP series maybe there was another one like I love those games they were so good I think it I think that series introduced the right analog stick to throw your the baseball around which just felt like so good I just I love 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 the MVP baseball games and I, I wish that in an alternate universe we could have had more or like we could have kept having nfl 2k and then mvp baseball games that's not how it ended up working out but then uh uh, like other than the sports like power stone 2 is huge you know um the the fighting games on the system were killer as well the one like the highlight for me is definitely marvel versus capcom 2. I know. Outside of power stone. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um you know, There are a lot like I'm not I'm not making this person to I'm not taking them to their fair. Oh crap, I am getting them to their fair. I guess maybe it's because it's working on off the of game time. But uh I didn't I didn't want to pick you up, dude, but okay. Uh you know, we had a, an Echo the Dolphin for Dreamcast, which I don't remember much about. Uh, there was, of course, like the Jet Set Radio game, which I still—I've never played them. I own it, but I never really. And then Space Channel, which was cool. Uh, you know, I'm trying—I'm trying to think of other games that were exclusive that really stood out for me. <laughs> like Shenmue, I don't care about them at all. Uh, I've never really given a shit about the Shenmue games. I need to pick up a fair. I'm not—I'm not going in reverse. I hate going in reverse. If you're not reverse, you're first. I was trying to think of some way to say if you're not first, you're last, in reverse, but that did not work. I mean, I could say if you're not last, you're first. That's that, in reverse. <laughs> but I meant, you know, with the word reverse and something else that rhyme with reverse. The first and last don't rhyme, so I don't know why that was a stipulation I put upon myself. Um, but yeah. Power Stone and the... 2k sports games are the highlights of the thing for me also uh I don't like Die Hard arcade did not come out true truth or something right but dynamite cop did and i just i found out too looking at my list i own dynamite cop i did not know that i almost bought a copy on ebay not that long ago and that game is not cheap anymore if it ever was i don't know if it ever was <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't accidentally do that, because I would have fucking sh- kicked myself. So, thank God for that. But, uh, I, I love the Dynamite. Die Hard Arcade is maybe one of the few arcade games that I ever finished, and Dynamite Cop is basically just you know, Die Hard Arcade without Die Hard. It's, it's super fun, and I, like, there's something about, like, this era, the, the visuals... You could say don't hold up, but like they're just so super blocking, blah, blah, blah. I think there's something charming about the way Dreamcast games look compared to. Because like, this isn't. This is better than PlayStation, but worse in some respects than the PlayStation. I mean, there's some impressive, impressive Dreamcast games. But there's just something really charming about the way a Dreamcast models, a character models, it's just me but yeah the Dreamcast was a fantastic system it's still a fantastic system and I'm going to get that HDMI cable and then I'm going to capture some games off the Dreamcast like Power Stone I don't know what else maybe Blue Stinger I'm pretty sure. I I feel like Blue Stinger that I've seen a video of it, and it's one of those. This is a ridiculous game, so that could be fun. But um, yeah. If you've like, you may never have owned a Dreamcast, but you've surely played Dreamcast games, and you know how good they are because they're they're just they're great. I I love these games. I love Crazy Taxi, even though I suck at it, and I love. It never came to Dreamcast. I'm just thinking of uh, games from that arcade games from that era. Like I love um, Jambo Safari, which they, they came out with a Wii version one, but I don't know if that was that good. Plus, part of the the fun of Jumbo Safari was the visceral feel of the of the like that pushing that. I don't know that like stick shift, not stick shift type of thing, but that like that stick, pushing that stick. Sounds pretty good. Go but no, um, yeah, that's a the dream cast. So, moving on to, I don't think there's any more with this, about, but just moving on to Attack the Backlog and the, the state of mind I'm currently in. I I play like I don't even remember if I talked about Left Behind on the last episode. If not finish that just under two hours that's the first type of backlog mini episode which this may be just me saying the same shit all over again um but uh that was just, like it was just uh, an experience that felt like a waste of time because i just couldn't remember all that much about the last of us so i just felt like is kind of pointless it's not a great standalone product and I, I already finished the audio I finished the script for that episode and recorded it and it's like just over 5 minutes which includes the intro and the outro you know with the plugs and everything so it's probably just under 5 minutes really in terms of me talking about the game which I think is a perfect length for the mini episodes you know I, I do like A mini-episode will definitely never be over 10 minutes, that's for sure. But I think around 5-7 minutes would be ideal for those. But I finished that, and I I didn't really care for it. It reminded me of how much I don't like playing Naughty Dog games. And just it made me way less excited for Last of Us 2. But then after that, I played through Dead Nation, and fuck, god, that game is so fucking boring. And tedious, it just goes on and I like I finished it like three and a half hours and I just want to blow my brains out by the time it was over I wish I was a zombie at that point so that somebody would come along and fucking shoot me in the head and kill me because it's just a miserable experience and now I'm playing Onimusha Warlords which is really frustrating because I would say that probably a majority of the time I'm enjoying my time with the game but can I get out there? <laughs> like the majority of the time is, of my time with the game is not too bad but the game just gets in it's way so fucking often, it just will have some frustrating bit here and a frustrating bit there and just can't stop itself from turning into a pile of shit like the, the floor puzzle is horse shit it's inconsistent, there's no real system there. I failed it a few times, I'm like, this is fucking horse shit. Then I looked it up and found out, okay, you need to do this. This is what you need to do in order to pull it off or whatever. And then I did that, and I'm like, this isn't fucking working either, because now I'm stuck in this situation, but I'm going to have to risk doing this other thing because I can't progress if I don't do that. And then I was like, okay, well, it didn't happen. Like. I don't, I don't get it. I got through it, but if I fucking still. Some of the boss fights are, are stupid bullshit. Uh, maybe not the boss I'm trying to think if the boss fights annoy me all that much. Um, but, like, there are sword clashes in the game where you and an enemy, the, the tougher enemies, will clash. And then you don't really have any idea as to what you're supposed to do. The game doesn't tell you, mash these buttons fucking spin the analog stick do this do that it doesn't tell you shit and i looked it up on the internet because what else am i supposed to fucking do and apparently you're supposed to mash all the face buttons. just like mash all the face buttons. that's just that's what you got to do and that maybe worked for me once and i also i don't like doing that i don't want to fucking bang on my controller like i want to treat my controller with some kind of some amount of respect that's why I don't like any games that you know. I love it when games have accessibility options that let you not mash buttons, which exists in the Left Behind, exists in the Left Behind, but of course it's not for everything. There's still things where you have to mash a button, which is fucking infuriating. But um, that I'm not a fan of. Uh, and also, it's like in terms of it being a remaster, it's a very bare bones remaster. It looks as good as original Xbox games look on the Xbox one via backward compatibility. if you have an X. like it's, it doesn't look all that great. and like the, 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 voice, the voice acting is real bad. Um, and I feel like one of the voice actors is the annoying singer girl from I think, I think that was in Evangelion. That bet I fucking hate it. Oh, oh, God, I hated that character. I like... Evan Gellin is such a stupid peel Peel. A stupid peel of crap. It's an orange peel of... Orangey poop. Which you should definitely get checked out, because that's probably not healthy. But, yeah. This, it's just... It's been a real miserable time with Attack the Backlog as of late, and with Anamusha and Dead Nation that means I only have one game left for the year because those will be the first two just they're, they're going to be three episodes in December and Dead Nation and Anamusha are going to be the first and second of the the month of December. So I have one left and I was planning to do Kingdom Hearts but I don't I don't have any confidence anymore in my ability to enjoy that game. Like I I want to go into it hopeful and be surprised by finding out I like it. But given the way I I feel currently about <laughs> the games I've played, I can't I can't go through another downer like this. And Kingdom Hearts is not a short game, so I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. And my one friend said, Oh, I should play Links of the Past, which maybe I'll do that. I have plenty of time, like since I have the ability to play actual cartridges now I would prefer as stupid as it is to play the actual one but at the same time too I don't would I get a cartridge with a, a, a good battery in it I don't know so if I use an emulator on my super NT if I use the emulator on the super NT the the saves will work which is good I don't want that I wouldn't have to worry about that so I, I don't know what I'm gonna play next. I got plenty of time to think about it though, and maybe I'll, I'll knock out some more Attack the Backlog mini episodes. You know what I'm definitely not gonna be doing anytime soon? I am not doing an episode of Attack the Graphlog where I play and in, intentionally play games that are supposed to be bad. That ain't happening. It'll happen some other time. I, I'm not doing that movie thing either. Maybe I'll do a second run, but uh, some mini episodes. I think I'll, I'll play through Ninja 5 Soonish, and I don't know what else could I play other than that? You know, I could also do for the last one of the years Super Mario World, that, that's another thing that should be good, right? Um, but yeah, that's that's where I am currently with Attack the Backlog. I'm just I'm pretty fucking miserable. I hope I just opened or like got to where there's a demon door in Anamushi, so I'm hoping that. I'm getting close to the end because I heard that or I read on how long to be that it's not super long so I hope I can get through it pretty quickly and just move on with my life because I just I'm fucking miserable right now and I don't I don't like feeling this way because also like I feel bad like it makes me not want to play current games or games that I get for review or whatever because I'm like oh, I, I don't want to go in with this negativity that I I currently have, so yeah, like from Lego City Undercover to Left Behind to Dead Nation and Out on it's been a really awful, awful month or whatever, however long it's been that I like. I think I think Resident Evil's episode twenty-nine, so that was the last good one, and of course wasn't for a tactic or anything but I enjoyed my time with Redeemer so that's some positive thing to remember and maybe some of the new stuff I'll play I'll like and you know uh, yeah, going back to Gears of War so I'm, I'm about ready to wrap up this episode but one of the things I really like about Gears of War 5 is that or Gears 5 I guess um, is that they've introduced some accessibility options and one of them which is big for me not that I will use it personally but for me to be able to play with my father they added a lock-on feature and I mess around with it just to see how it felt it is super generous and it's just like it is great in terms of you know being something that's as being an accessibility option something that would allow people to play uh, a game that they may otherwise not be able to so I, I'm super excited about. Seeing how my dad can handle gears with that turned on, uh, so that's that's pretty cool. I, I always like seeing those options in the game. That that made Uncharted 4 a million times more playable, and like sometimes it doesn't always work out because the left behind lock-on feature. <laughs> I really hope I didn't talk about all this shit about left behind last episode, but you know, I don't remember goddamn thing I talk about on these episodes ever. But like, the lock-on feature in that game is trash. But I think that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Ness. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PXSauces. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or at the backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And don't forget to wish the Dreamcast a very, very, very happy birthday. Because it is just the best. It was, you know, Sega died too soon. Also, like, the pop-in in this Crazy Taxi game is... This is real bad. Like, sometimes it's like, okay, it's just bad. And sometimes it's just like, what? There's nothing there. And then there's something. Like (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, that will really do it. Uh